live. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode number 177 here, and I'm joined by the bringer of light himself. Though he's bringing some dark right now. Marvelous. What's Yo. going on, brother? How's hey, everything, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited, man. Let's let's talk everything wrestling, man. Definitely, definitely. No, again, I'm glad to have you on. Finally, we were able to make this work. This has been one I've been trying to do. I was trying to do before the VPW show, but it all works out. We're all here. It's all good. So we all get perfect. to have this combo. But before I get into all of that, because I do have a lot I want to discuss with you, I have to ask you the question I ask everyone that comes on. You heard the name of the show. It's called Respect the Craft. So for you, when you hear that term, though, the craft, what does that mean to you? Uh, and honestly, it means it's everything that I, I work to, everything that I built. You know, it's everything that I've been taught and I've taken now, and I'm not only applying it to myself, but now going into year five, I see that I'm also helping others with the same tools that I've learned and helping them build their craft. So that's that's what it means to me, man. You know, that's awesome to hear, and definitely. So let's let's get into that though. To be five years in already, be again to do this this passion of yours. What was it for you that made you decide not only are you a fan of this, but you want to step in there? Because I feel like there's a definitely a difference of, again, we all have that moment that it's like, this is it. I'm hooked. I need to keep watching this. But then having that moment of, there's something more. I want to be a part of this. I feel like I got to be in this. What was that moment for you? So the, those are two definitely separate moments for sure. Um, but the first moment, obviously, like, if wrestling has been in my life since I was a little kid. My parents watch wrestling. So wrestling's always been on. Of course, you know, I grew up in that new generation era watching Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, those guys, and then flipping over to WCW and watching Hogan and Sting and Goldberg. So, like, that was – I've been hooked. I've been hooked ever since, man. You can't tell me anything about it. Ever since I was a little kid, I was always sporting an Austin T-shirt or under – look at me now. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like <laughs> – I'm sporting an Undertaker T-shirt, you know, now, you know. Um, but – uh. The, the moment that I, I will say that I was like, you know what, let me do this. Um, I was working at a job, I was doing a factory job. I was getting paid really good, don't get me wrong. Um, but it just, for me, it just wasn't what life was meant to be. So um, long story short, uh, I used to go to these shows that were about 20 minutes away. And um, I'm like, damn, like I want to go ahead and sign up for this. I go to sign up and the school actually closes down the day I go to sign up. They say that they're no longer accepting students and... And I was like, oh, well, you know, that's a bummer, but things happen for a reason. And to be honest with you, it it took me a lot of courage to just walk in that building and say, hey, I want to be a wrestler. What do I have to do? I don't think a lot of people understand that really, unless they literally do it. Unless it's that moment where you go up to the promoter or go up to the coach and say, hey, like, what can I do to be in? Because you see it. And as a fan, you're like looking at it. You're like, wow, like, this is awesome. I could do this. Yeah, I could step in there. But no, there's a moment where reality hit and uh, reality hit for me there. And I was nervous. And the fact that it didn't it didn't happen there at that moment, I didn't get to sign up. I said, all right, well, maybe it's the reason why. And literally, as I'm driving back down to my house, um, I'm listening to the Stone Cold podcast. Danny Cage is on talking about the Monster Factory. I didn't even know the Monster Factory was even as close as it was to me. It was about 40 minutes away. And I heard that he was looking for uh, people to kind of come in open house. I went there November 27th, and uh, I drove past the building three times because it's the monster factor. I heard all these things about it, you know, and I watched all the videos, and I'm, I'm intimidated. And I go in there, and I just do it, and here we are five years later. Oh, that's awesome to hear. So now, 
Okay. That brings up two questions I do have to ask. So listen first, because that moment that unfortunately you decide, let's do this. I'm down. I want to do this. I found a school. Let's go. What kept you from just once that door shut from not deciding, you know what? Maybe this is fate. Maybe it's not for me. I'm done. What was that moment that kind of pushed you to be like, there has to be something else? Um, I just think at that point, I, I had such a drive for wanting more in life instead of just working a regular job because I, I, I see that, like, you know, my parents, they work hard. My mom, of course, you know, she's always consistently working. My dad's been working since he was younger, coming from Puerto Rico all the way over here, just trying to make ends meet to support us. And I know that there's always so much more. You could always be so much more than what they tell you. So I've always, since I was a little kid, I just, I have dreams of me like training at, at schools and like going and traveling and being in big arenas. And I was like, I, I just had to see what it's like. And to be honest, when I signed up, I didn't have like, I don't know, my, my motivation at the time signing up wasn't like to be like, all right, I'm signing up because I'm going to go to WWE. Yes, of course, that is my dream. That's everyone's dream. I get that. But my goal at that moment, though, in that particular moment in my life was like, can I do this? And that that little just thought is what kept me going as well. Like, all right, I need to go. Gotcha. That's, that's perfect. So that leads to the next question I was going to ask. So once you're in there, though, you find the Ma Monster Factory. It's going. What was that moment for you, though, that now you it clicks that it's like this was the right choice and this is what leads to us having this convo five years later? What was that for you that it's like? this this was it like we're we're in this um i just think the the opportunities that i was able to to just be lucky to get um and these, some of these opportunities are so cool like within my first six months like i'm working as an extra for for new japan and i'm hoping i'm hoping out with them set up the ring and stuff like that and that's something that which is a dream of mine i used to just watch like i used to watch the you know new japan pay-per-views and stuff like that and then getting to be hands-on at the time with Ring of Honor and um, Honor of Dojo. I believe that's what it was called. Sorry if I'm butchering it. But uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo at the time, like, and seeing these guys that are now either on AEW or just currently right now on the Ring of Honor system, getting to work with all those guys, getting to connect with those guys really early. Um, five years later, I've made so many connections. I've made so many friends and literally I walked into this business uh, absolutely nothing with like no expectation. I just wanted to know if I could do it. And when I talked to everybody and all these peers around me and they're pushing me and they're encouraging me and they're telling me, hey man, you can do this. That's where I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Because if they're saying I, I can do it, then I can do it, you know? Got to know. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. So now let's, let's talk about that because now we're definitely seeing five years later with all this experience, with all these different opportunities you've had, we've seen that evolution there from not just the kid that at one point was coming out with, uh, with some balloons and making us a different presence. We're seeing mm -hmm. a more flashier and more, a little bit of an edgier side here, marvelous. So what was that like for you, that evolution? What was it that caused this, again, a different side of presentation here for you? So the, actually the balloons things is something that, um, we do kind of fun at the, at the monster factory where we'll have these shows that are outside from our gimmick. They tell us, Hey, come up with something new, come up with something different. And that time I didn't really have a gimmick. So I was trying things. I was seeing things out, seeing tapping into my dark side a little bit. Um, and honestly, it was just me experimenting at the time, seeing what clicks, seeing what doesn't. Um, 
of course, times change and you always got to switch it up. Eventually, in early, I found my, I guess you could say my baby face ways, um, where I would just come out wearing all white, um, come out to the crowd, making sure, hey, like kissing babies and, you know, all that stuff. And that worked, that, that worked there for a little bit, you know, that worked. I think now what I'm doing is what you're seeing, what you're going to see, especially at VPW very soon, is you're going to see the real me. And it's more of who I am now. And before I used to try to be a gimmick, but like now it's it's no longer a gimmick. This is really me. This is really who I am. I am Marvel. This is a reason why I I say the things I do and I do the things I do. It's because I believe in myself and it took me a long time to get there. And here we are. Not to know. Definitely. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. And here we go. We got our good buddies, Weston Kyle in the chat. Thank you guys for the support here. And here we go. We got Smiley in the chat here. Evening, fellas. Smiley, What's good. going on, brother? How's everything, man? But let's let's get into this then. You mentioned VW. Let's talk about that. Because I can imagine you're not too happy with this past weekend's results. Because unfortunately, it was another shot at those VPW Tag Team Championships. And unfortunately, you and JJ Doe's came came out a little short when it comes yeah. to capturing those championships. So talk to us about that. And the the tweet afterward, they was kind of just giving us some idea here of what's what's happened next. Well, tell us is what well, what tweet are you talking about in particular? Because there there's uh, let me let me pull it up here. I should have actually had the image, but just <laughs> just one second. This is we should have had the screenshot here. It's all good. It's all good. It's it's, all- we do it on the fly. So I'm starting to see shadows are forming here. So what mm. is this like? Again, low cryptic after unfortunately losing losing that matchup, and then you're telling us here realer side. So what are you alluding to here? Is this uh, are you starting to feel a little bit of a disdain, if you will, toward VPW? I mean, let let me ask you this: If you try your hardest at something more than once, more than twice, more than three times, right? And you try and you give it your all, and yeah, ultimately at the end. You just come out just defeated, you know, and it also kind of also feel a little bit unappreciated too. You kind of feel like, 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 damn, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a part of this too. I tried my best also, but it's really ultimately at the end, you come out nothing, you come out a loser. And I got sick and tired, especially this past weekend of just coming out a loser. I've been going to VPW now since the beginning of this year and I have not won at all. Partially, honestly, I blame it all on my partners, honestly, at this point. Because I've always had to deal with partners. It's never just me on my own. I could accomplish a lot of things on my own. And yes, yes, shadows are definitely informing at VPW. You know, the whole glitz and the glamour coming out and being excited. Yeah, that's done. I would love to just know that. Would love to just know that everyone in VPW has no idea what the, what's, what's coming, what to expect. Because I'm not alone either on top of that. Shadows are definitely forming, and you will see soon. Well, then again, I, I, I like to see that. I just, I guess I'll, I'll give the, the fair warning. Just stay away from uh, from Kane Industries. That's that's all I'll say. We yeah. want to keep it cordial here. We've been cool in the locker room, so. We have I'm, been cool in the locker room. So. Actually, everybody in Kane Industries actually respect for us. So, so. lots of love for them, guys. So there you go. There you go. But again, that's. You're going to want to stay tuned, guys, because it will be Saturday night, October 14th. Maybe we'll get to see a little more there because hollowed ground, I guess, the spooky season 
you never know what to expect, what could possibly happen. And I will say this, though. JJ really did, like, let me down. So uh, I'm not done with JJ either. He, he's been failing a lot lately. He failed us at uh, that Connecticut show. So, again, the feeling's mutual. I'll tell, tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. He is an up-and-comer, man, and he has been working hard. And I see. But, unfortunately, he got in my way and he got in my business. And because of him, we lost. He got pinned I did. There you go. There you go. But again, that, that's going to be this coming October. But let's keep going here. Let's talk about another opportunity you had. Let's talk about this and what it felt to be a part of this rumble here. The Red Rose Rumble. Three Legacies put on an insane show. Again, uh, congrats to them with that huge just stadium oh, show there. So let's talk about that for you. How was that opportunity? Uh, that was quite the experience because I never like wrestled at a baseball, sta- uh, baseball show, or let alone a baseball stadium. Um, so just going in there, seeing all the seats and then later on seeing all those seats being filled. Um, I mean, just an amazing experience. There was also legends there. Like you have Rhino, D'Lo Brown, Heath Slater, a couple other guys there that, um, I got to connect with and just, you know, pick their brain. You know, that's something that, um, don't shows like that. That's a great way to connect. Um, so just an amazing experience and luck for three legacy wrestling, man. They're doing a great job out there. Um, Jesus Rodriguez, he is amazing. He's been nothing but literally kind and nice every time I have met him. Um, I'm actually, I'll be out there soon. December 16th, I'll be back out there for him in Lancaster. So I can't wait to go back. Nice. There you go. Can't wait to see that. But let's talk about that. Especially when you talk about opportunities and getting to be around mindsets like that. You've gotten a few opportunities like that. You've gotten to share the locker room not only with impact and just getting multiple opportunities like that. How has that been for you? What for you, when you get to share locker rooms like that and you have those mindsets like that around you, uh, what is that like for you? Um, at, at that moment, I always really believe that I'm always at the right place at the right time. Um, and it's like where we go back earlier, we were saying in the intro, like building your craft, what's your craft? What does your craft mean to you? Those guys, you know, I'm in a locker room. They have their craft built decades upon decades, you know, and all they could do is just either add or tweak to my tool set. So uh, for me, I love it. I love doing it. I want more of it. Uh, Like that's always what that's always the goal, you know, is to be on those bigger shows, to be in those bigger locker rooms, those bigger promotions. Um, It's something that like I always cherish. And I like, again, I always respect you going there and you have to be respectful. Obviously, you have to be respectful everywhere, of course. But just something about it, just the professionalism in certain um, locker rooms, I appreciate that. I don't take that for granted because, you know, I could go to a couple of little locker rooms in the indies and everybody just kind of to themselves. And nobody's really connecting. Nobody's really building. Nobody's really expanding and talk to each other. That's what this is. That's the biggest thing is to for us to talk to each other and to connect, man. Because without that, I mean, really, we go out there and we really have no connection. We're not going to connect with the fans, and we have to connect with the fans. But most importantly, we have to connect first. So Definitely agreed. And that's definitely a big step into all of this, especially to be able, again, to have that whole to, – to make it work, to make everything work here. Right, well, right. Uh, let's, let's keep it going here. Because, again, it all comes also – I do want to talk about the biggest experience of it all, getting to learn from the mindset. You mentioned them earlier – getting to learn from the likes of Danny Cage and the Monster Factory. For you, how has that been? And to be able to learn under, especially a place that has just so much history when it comes to the craft here. 
I take it with a lot of pride. Um, I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, hey, I'm trained from the Monster Factory because of just not only just the reputation, but the work we put in. You know, of course, uh, if anybody out there, any of the listeners have Apple TV, could download the six-part series of uh, Monster Factory. You could watch literally episodes of a couple of us, like the Notorious Mimi, Mimi, um, David Goldsmith, Gabby Ortiz, Bobby Buffet, Twitch, Danny Cage himself, and overall, just the Monster Factory, see how we train, see what we got to go through. Um, so, I to me, I, I'm in it. Like, I don't, I, I can't explain it. Like, I'm in it. Be, like, I never was, like, ever, like, starstruck about it or anything like that, but I met a lot of people that are always, like, either starstruck, intimidated, or curious. If, like, if I tell them, hey, I trained from a Monster Factory, it's just a bunch of different mixed reviews, uh, but ultimately, they're all positive, and um, our success rate is up there, so, I mean, I love it. I would trade it for the world. I've always been a Monster Factory guy, and I'll always be a Monster Factory guy, so... Oh, definitely so. Again, you, you the the place that speaks for itself, the yeah, history that it has with the business, the and then especially now the opportunity to get to see the show. If you guys haven't look at Weston Kyle saying it there, they love the show and definitely it's a great show. If you guys haven't checked out already, so it's on on uh, Apple TV. Go check it out. Great, definitely. just it, it's something where you get to see just a little sneak peek into it as well. Can't can't review every little uh secret either <laughs> of course not but make sure you guys download that right there Apple yeah. Plus, monster factory but i do owe them i owe them everything because i mean they you know without them there's no marvelous honestly so. gotcha no definitely gotta respect that so let's go into this though we talked about some of the mindsets you worked around but for you i i can imagine one of them is on that shirt right there but for you what was mm. some inspirations getting into the business and getting fi finding who is marvelous here uh well besides undertaker and for a shoot actually my backyard is a cemetery it's a graveyard it's a whole graveyard um <laughs> always live next to a graveyard so i don't know that's just always i've always been a little spooky character myself but uh no my inspirations um definitely uh i grew up watching that today so if i could take Shawn michaels undertaker the rock in austin all in one if i could do that those are kind of pretty much my inspirations Followed up, of course, with just guys like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and guys like that with work ethic and stuff. Um, so I try to take a little bit of that and just kind of see who I am and put it within me. And I do see a little bit shades of The Undertaker when I'm out there. I do see shades of Shawn Michaels when I'm out there. I do see shades of guys like Ray Noir when I'm out there. But because like I grew up admiring them, and I grew up admiring their work, and I wanted to be just like them because they're the very best. So... Gotcha. No, definitely can can see that. And again, seeing the little little nuances of it, not fully just again taking it from everything, but just getting low this, low that, and seeing what it develops into the yeah, marvelous we see out there. I I also like I just like one thing about like talk about Undertaker, but like obviously I'm not six foot twelve, you know, six foot twelve, three hundred pounds, but the Undertaker has something that I think a lot of people that don't really possess and that's just presence that's just overall presence you used to see him come in he's just shrugging his shoulders he got the fire in the background like it's stuff like that that i always like look at and try to like imitate you know for the most part because everybody wants to do moves and stuff like that but it's the little things that make him a star no i got you and again it's, it's something like that where you're able to again carry that presence no matter the size and just be able to give a reason that again it, it leaves that mark on 
the fans there leaves that mark on even the locker room that it's like, okay, cool. This is this is who Marvelous is. But it has to be genuine like, though. Exactly. It has to be genuine. Definitely, definitely. So hey, even from the theme on Saturday, it kind of popped us in the back. I'm like, wait, who is that? Then I look at them, I'm like, okay. I just <laughs> it, it gets me there. Yeah, so. yeah. So I the you said the theme, right? Yeah. That was, so I didn't think I was gonna be using that theme anymore. That was the last time I'll use that theme. Um, but shout outs to the um to the dubbed edition of Dragon Ball Z, the producers over there. They actually emailed them about the cell theme song. I asked them if I could use it, if I had the rights, because obviously, like it's Dragon Ball Z, right? I don't want to get sued for copyright yeah. or anything like that. No, their production team were like, nah, go ahead, man. You guys could take it. It's a mix. Go for it. They gave me the rights to it. That's literally been my theme song since I started wrestling. Um, but VPW soon, you're gonna hear a whole different tune. Well, man. So I guess it was a, it, it was a good farewell there. Which again, it works because it's just the maybe like shedding the skin, if you will. If, yeah, right, there what's you go. Company? You know. So there always, you go. There. always, always evolving, man. Always growing, man. No matter yep. what, man. Definitely, it's a part of it's part of this here. So let's let's talk about this though, because I do want to talk about. Another tweet, uh, just a video I saw a little bit there about how when it comes to the Monster Factory, it comes to this. It comes to this special cup here, the pretty boy himself, Larry Sharp, the Memorial Sharp. Cup here. And you you almost feel like it, it's, it's it should almost be owed to you in a sense. Just what you've been doing with the with just talk to us about that, what you've been doing lately at the Monster Factory. And again, showing a different side and just a little more dominant there. And especially your your lines there. Can you tell us a little bit about the the big guy you're with and what he brings to the table? The big guy I'm with is the god of dad bod. And me and him lately have just been dishing out just pure, just violence throughout the Monster Factory, um, causing hell because we feel like not only the Larry Cup is owed to us, but a lot more is owed to us. We've been kind of pushed aside for years now, and we've just kind of both agreed that, hey, man, if we want an opportunity, we just got to go out there and both take it. So you actually uh, maybe might be seeing him soon, too. Who knows? But honestly, the Larry Cup Memorial, um, it means it means a lot to people because Everyone who has won that cup recently has gone on to success, has gone on and won the Monster Factory Heavyweight Championship. And I've never been part of this tournament. I've been there for five years. So uh, the brackets are still coming out. So who knows? Hopefully, you know, I'm a part of bracket. Or if not, hopefully the god of that bot is a part of bracket. Either way, one of us is going to come out the winner that night. So, Well, then again, I can imagine Monster Factory is listening and they're seeing just what you guys have been doing is definitely very impressive. And it makes me think, again, it, it's it's hard to disagree with feeling like it's almost earned or more than earned at this point, deserved at this point. But I have to ask you this, because again, it's that underappreciated feeling here. I, is, where, where is this coming from? Because now it's starting to become a trend, not only with Monster Factory, not only with VPW. Is this something where you just feel like almost wrestling owes you something now? Is that it? I wouldn't mention. I wouldn't necessarily say it's wrestling. Okay. I just think that's just my ego wanting everything. Okay. But wrestling is not so much the it. It's more of everything that has gone on that I have been through. That now I look at things and I'm like, you know what? 
if I want something, I could just take it. And I'm just applying that to wrestling now. I realize that all I have to do is just take it. Yeah, everybody could talk, but you know what? Talking could get you in trouble. And talking could, like, you know, oh, if you talk too much, you do not get those opportunities, you know? But you go out there, you show people. You show them with your actions. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just taking this. That's all. I'm taking this. Anybody else want it? Anybody else want the Monster Factory Tag Team Championships? You know, does anybody else want the VPW Tag Team Championships? Does anybody want anything? So I go out there and I'm going to take everything. Because before I used to just wait. I'm no longer waiting. Gotcha. No, definitely. Again, I respect that. And definitely, I like the approach. It's something, uh, again, like I said, especially at VPW at least, just, uh, when those those tag titles come around, Kane Industries, maybe we'll have to we'll have to have a talk that. But uh, definitely, I, me and the god of that bot are always down to do business. That's that's great to hear. That's great to hear. I can imagine the boss man, Adam Kane, would not mind that. But now let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this coming Saturday. Let's talk about this opportunity here, yeah. as you're going to be facing none other than Miles Millennium here this Saturday for Atlantic All Star Wrestling. Talk to about this and your head going to this one on Saturday. I'm actually, I'm excited about this. Um, I've met Miles a couple times and I've always wanted to get in the ring with him because I've seen him. He is incredible in the ring. Um, and this is a, this is a test. Um, I haven't been in Atlantic All-Star Wrestling in a couple months. I'm coming back. So um, finally uh, get to show, uh, see if I go toe-toe against Miles, man. I can't wait. And also, too, if anybody's out in the um, Woodbury area, go ahead and come check it out. Check us out. 7 p.m. this Saturday. Atlantic gotcha. All-Star Wrestling. There you go. Again, all the information will be right there for you guys. Links to all that. Also, and links to all of Marvelous' socials down below as well. But also, I almost forgot to mention as well for anyone that is in the area as there well. Go. go check out the Monster Factor as well. Go support support them. You got some some wrestling over there, Total Wrestling Live, as they do every Friday there. Go check them out. Hey, every Friday for free. Look at that. You can't for beat that. Free. For free, you get to see me kick people in the face and stomp them out. For <laughs> free, you get to see the God of Doubt by Crash People. For free, you get to see all the exciting stars at the Monster Factory. So come out every Friday, 8 p.m. Look at that. Can't beat that. Again, a, a show right there. Again, some, some great wrestling. And a Friday night, too. So can't beat that for free as well. So go check them out. So And again, especially and for those in the business as well, I believe it is two weeks away. If you guys are in the area, go check out the Monster Factory September 25th as they're hosting a Rocky Romero seminar. So go there check them are. out. Be there. Learn from one of the best. And again, a man that has so much for this business. Yeah. And one of the producers and agents at New Japan. So. You never know what could happen training under that man right there. Never know who's going to show up at the Monster Factory either. So, so that's that's the best wow. thing right there. So let's talk about this. We talked about confirmed matches. We talked about past matches. Let's talk about this now on the list of Marvelous here. Who's on that hit list of yours? If you can give us a name or two, you don't have to go down the whole list here. But uh, who's on that list of yours? Right. Uh, I'm going to give you two in no particular order. Uh, number one, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, I <laughs> something about Darby Allen. I just feel like our styles would just mesh well. Um, we could definitely make some magic in there. And number two, Leo Rush. Um, 
I need to see what it feels like to be in there with him. Um, he is really good. Um, I need to get in there with Leo Rush. Those are those are two guys that I'm itching. At one day, I hope I'm like, you know what, man? Call me. I'll get in there with those guys and uh, make magic, man. That's all I want. Make magic with them. And number three, actually, let me give you one more. Um, number three will actually be a uh, world famous cheeseburger. Um, the world cheeseburger. Okay. He is just an excellent trainer, an excellent coach. Has so much knowledge of the business. Has traveled the world. Um, that's one guy also too that I want to mix it up with. Gotcha. No, definitely three different three different styles in there, especially to see what you and Darby can mix it up in there would be interesting. You and Leo to see that fast paced action that would be. Especially yeah. seeing the, the trajectory of what Leo's done in the business, seeing that would be interesting. Then you and I'll Cheeseburger, that would be yeah, that, that would be the that would be the test there. Can you catch him in there? But then yeah. you and Cheeseburger, it definitely makes sense though. We talk about your background in the ROH dojo as well. Again, to see what that can be. Hmm. It, it's very interesting because like all three, you know, with Darby, I feel like I could tell a, a very deep story with Leo with the work rate, you know, and then with Cheeseburger, it's the technical, it's the science behind it. Um, I'll just love to learn from all three of those guys. Gotcha. No, definitely. And I, lo I love that, that it's, it came all three options with a different reason for it. It's not just the, Hey, yeah, they're on the top of their game. Why not want to face them? But no, there's even more deeper meaning into it. So you love to hear that, Word. that it all, it, it all has that, that deeper background into it. That's great. Yeah, man. I mean, Let's get it, guys. Hope they're listening. Oh, <laughs> well, then, hey, for any promoters out there as well, if you guys are listening, it's always it's always what we like to do here. Throw it out there. You never know what could happen. Never. I'm surprised because I know he's in the chat. I can imagine Smiley's going to throw his uh his name into the basket there about wanting to face here because I've seen he's doing his things as well at the Monster Factory. So I can imagine he will be no uh not be shy to want to square up in there. I, I've gotten to square up with Somali recently, um, and I have lost. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, no, he is a pro's pro. I mean, he's amazing in the ring. Um, literally, like, I I was telling him for a while there, like, I was just kind of cruising on in my matches. But then when I found out, like, I was wrestling him, I'm like, oh, let me wake up, you know. And I definitely, definitely had to step up to his level. And he definitely brought me to another level in there, so... Big ups to Smiley, by the way, man. Big ups. So. Oh, definitely so. Again, that's one of the guys that especially, it's no secret, I've said it here, one of my one of his friends in the business, and someone that helped me with my training early on in my in my, uh, in my days. So definitely always respect to Smiley. Also, but, too, uh, the current middleweight medallion holder at the Monster Factory. And anyone that knows me knows that I take the middleweight division with pride, but right now it's in good hands. So I'm not even worried about it. There you go. Again, gold is not, is not a... As that passed you, you definitely have held that. You've gotten to hold that funhouse of uh, Luchador Championship that Smiley also holds. Yeah. So uh, the only two again. wrestlers, the only two wrestlers ever to hold the middleweight medallion and the funhouse <laughs> Lucha title at the same time. So that goes to me and Smiley. <laughs> there you go. That's it. We Shout might need to, to see that rubber uh, magic over there, Andrew Morgan. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Funhouse, man. Those guys are great. Definitely, definitely so. But again, that's when we got to see a little more, again, fun fun side of Marvelous here. This is where we get to see that different, just the 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 ever-changing there, that evolution that you love to see in there. You know, I got to. You got to always mix it up. I still like to have fun as long as, you know, nobody's threatening me or anything like that. We're good to go. <laughs> well, I got you. I got you. Again, it, it depends on the scenario. It depends what happens. 
And then depends on just the atmosphere. Again, like we said, VPW coming up in October might not be time for fun because it's it's hollow ground. I don't think you can have fun when uh, the spirits around. I'm not I'm not showing up to have fun on the 14th, to be honest. I, I wouldn't expect again when you're saying the the all, all that is building up there. I wouldn't expect some fun to come out of Marvelous on the 14th. No fun, but I hope so. the kids come out and have a good time. So come out, kids. Come out it's, it's it's Halloween time, especially. I can imagine it's going to be costumes, all that good stuff. So come on out, be there for VPW. It's been it's going to be a good time. Yeah, definitely for sure. So let's let's get into this though. I do want to talk about when it comes to. For you, your style now, because we talked about what it what it means, the what presence you bring into the ring, the little things like that, the, mm-hmm. the little nuances. But for you, when it comes into that in-ring work, who was that for you that you tried to base off? And who was it for you that made you decide the style I want to do when I'm in the squared circle? It's weird because I, at least when it comes to just like quote unquote selling, right? Um, I like to, I try to do everything kind of Shawn Michaels. Like, um, I look at him the way he gets tossed around. I believe he studied Mr. Perfect and those guys like that. And obviously those guys now like Dolph Ziggler and stuff that sell like him. So I try for the most part to take that style, to take that approach. But other than that, I've learned, especially through my fibers now, just, I kind of have my own style. I kind of like crawl and slither in the ring and just ways where, I don't know, I can't explain it, but I just feel it and I just do it. So I pretty much kind of mode at this point my own little style. Gotcha. No, definitely. And again, that's why I ask because it's one of those where mm-hmm. I feel like throughout everything, it begins one way, but then as time persists, you start to adapt and you start to feel what feels comfortable for you. Right. What makes you, again, it makes you stand out as well. And this is what we've gotten to see throughout the time L- and throughout literally- those five years. Literally, when that when that bell rings, and even actually even before the bell rings, I come out like, which is everything I'm doing. It's just it's how I'm feeling at that moment. It's pure me. If you see me, then I'm focused. I'm laser focused. If you see I'm having a good time, I'm having a good time. So you definitely see that out there with me, and I bring a little bit of everything out there. So gotcha. No, definitely. So I do have to ask this though. This is interesting that you say it's been five years, but that also means unfortunately. And between that, your your career kind of got started around, it's it's no, no secret, the elephant of the room of what we were going through, the pandemic era. So I yeah. have to ask for you, how was that still pushing on and getting through that when, again, again the world was almost at a stop? Right. And you know what? That, that part, so at the beginning, I literally just came off of an injury that I had for at least three months. I... I kind of sprained my collarbone, um, my clavicle, actually. I sprained my clavicle. And I was just coming back, and it was like that February, that March. I was just returning. So I just started dipping my toes and getting back into wrestling. And then, of course, you know, COVID happened. Um, Of course, everything, the world was shut down and stuff like that. Luckily, there were still some moments where there were some privately closed taped uh, sessions and matches that we had closed off, of course. Every time before we went in the building, we got tested for COVID. Only a couple people allowed in the building. We went there. We had a match, and then we'll leave. And we only did that for, like, maybe one or two months into the COVID um, era. And I just remember that just becoming creative as far as who am I? Like, okay, yeah, I can say I'm marvelous. Okay, but let's show the world who I am besides wrestling. 
So I just started doing videos of literally me dressed up in gear cleaning, doing regular things in life, trying to play basketball, trying to try to find fun things to do during the era that had nothing to do with wrestling. And I noticed that like I didn't have to be so so serious every time. I could just be goofy and I could have a good time. It doesn't take away from what I do or who I am in the ring. It's just another layer. And I learned that through COVID. So that was that was that time. That was that turning point in my career. Gotcha. No, that's awesome to hear because I feel like that definitely keeps you it keeps the 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 mindset going. That's one of those where you have no time to almost be like well, I guess it's time to find something else. It's like right. the, the ideas kept going. The creative fl- uh, juices kept flowing. And again, we're five, we're years later and we're still going in this strong. Yeah. I can't, so, you know, I, there's just one thing, one thing that I've always, you always see like in memes or social media and stuff like that, or you just hear is like, I, I didn't come this far to only come this far. And that's gotcha. really, that always sticks with me. No, it's awesome to hear. And again, it's one of those where, a, a saying like that definitely shows the future is bright here and to see where it could possibly go because you're still very young in your career as well. So it's one of those where to see only five years where you've been and the experiences you had to see what could happen next is going to be interesting. Right. So, but I'm definitely I'm looking forward to see what happens next with you. So definitely hey, going to be a good ride. I, I definitely appreciate that, man. And for you too as well, too. You got, the, got all this set up. Who knows in the next couple of years will you be, you know, so... Hey, this is this is where we got, to do. we got to just keep pushing, man. We just gotta keep going. Definitely. So again, like the I'll steal a line from my wrestling deals, like I call them the SAT. <laughs> I guess expect the unexpected. You never know what happens next. I never know, so, man. But before letting you go, brother, because again, I don't want to take up too much more of your time here. One final question I ask everyone that comes on, and that is you from Marvelous. What is the end goal? What is the end goal? Hmm. The only reason why I'm taking so long right now is because I'm in a weird, weird point in my life. And honestly, I think ultimately the end goal is no matter what I do in this life, it's just to ultimately be happy. And I think that's ultimately everyone's end goal. Let's just be happy. Let's just be positive. Let's be healthy. That's ultimately the end. I like it. That works. Simple, sure. short, and again, to the point. It is. It, it truly is. It's one of those where, hey, no matter what, as long as you're happy doing it, it's the best thing. Bro, so that's all you that could. Works. That's all you could ever do is just do whatever you can at the highest joy of your excitement, man. Just do it because this life is way too short. And I've seen, you know, life is short, man. So if you have a dream, chase it. Don't, you know, hey, I was scared also to sign up for the, you know, to wrestling. Like I said, I drove by, took me a lot of strength. But you know what? I went ahead and I did it. Whatever it is, whether it's wrestling or anything else, man, you got a goal, you got a dream. Go out there and go do it, man. You can do it. There you go. I hope for anyone listening definitely take that advice right there take those gems and again push through it get through it because you never know what could happen again five years ago who knows what could have been if it was a different decision but now we got marvelous here and we're having this convo so brother thank you again for joining us here to everyone watching please don't forget to go follow this man if you're not already on all of his social media follow him there on instagram follow him on twitter slash x slash whatever you want to call it Go right. follow him there as well. Uh, and again, go make sure you're there supporting the Monster Factory every Friday. Again, it's a free wrestling right there. Free Be there for the Larry Sharp Memorial Cup. Be there. Very prestigious thing there. You get to, again, see some amazing action at the Monster Factory. This Saturday, be there. Atlantic All-Star Wrestling. You're going to see Marvelous versus Miles Millennium. And then 
this coming October. Again, it's going to be marvelous in the building at BPW. Also, CK Industries in action and so much more. Brother, thank you again. This has been a pleasure. And everyone watching, as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft. I'm going to see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>